So, boys, I have some very uh, bad news. Great, uh, because there's not enough of that going around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the Mighty Ducks is a very bad rewatch. Yeah. All right, we'll see when you guys until next time. Yeah. <laughs> Any reason to stick around for this? This is not. We'll talk to you next week. When's the last time you watched the? When's the last time you watched the Mighty Ducks? The first one. Second and third one are always on TV, but the first one. Yeah, it was just I just watched it because it was on TV. Okay, well, no parent, and maybe it's because I'm a parent now. Maybe that's the reason why. No parent is going to let an alcoholic do community service with their kids <laughs> on a team. I'm not just going to drop my kids off with an alcoholic who's doing community service and say, here you go, take my kids. It's not happening. It's not happening anywhere. I'm never going to do that. And it makes the Mighty Ducks very hard to watch because I, I, that, that's just something that no parent is going to let happen. None. Well, that's why Charlie Conway's mom was so mad at the beginning of the movie and she ripped all the children out of Bombay's limo because, you know, she, she wasn't satisfied with his, uh, I guess, background check to that point. Um, yeah, there's a lot about all three of those movies that probably would be made differently in 2020 as opposed to, <laughs> what well, I don't know, it's been 25 ish years since yeah. the war movies came out yeah so it's been a long time yeah that probably wouldn't wouldn't find its way into the script <laughs> nowadays is that the only reason you can't you're having trouble with that, yeah, that theme through right the there. whole thing just stuck with you yeah it's over right there because there are certain things in 90s movies that i really feel like in the movie in five minutes like mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the problem with it. It's like, wait, this never happened. So Mighty Ducks never happened. And that's it. Movie's over. It's over in like five minutes. Same thing with like, if you look at like blank check, his grandma gives him a blank check. You know what happens now? That just doesn't happen. Grandma gets a text from PNC. Movie's over. Oh, people would Venmo it. They, he wouldn't even get it put in his hands. Yeah. No, but even if he tried text from fraud alert, movie's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's done. A lot of things you can do that in 90s movies. Just makes makes for a bad rewatch. That's a shame. Yeah, it That's really a great does. movie, but I can't I I honestly don't know when the last time I watched the original one in full, but See? Well, the next time you watch it, I'm happy that I ruined it for you. Now, yeah, appreciate it. So, well, Sister Act will always be an amazing 90s movie that will always be realistic. Oh, Every yeah. part Dee, <laughs> why don't you tell us why that could have never happened? Go ahead, ruin some more movies for us. Because you know that like you don't get put in um uh witness protection <laughs> in the say in like a city nearby. <laughs> <laughs> like like no I mean, they knows. don't put you in witness protection in like one of the most dangerous neighborhoods possible. Is that not part of it? They don't like. She goes from Vegas to San Francisco. Right. Th- it, no one's keeping you on the West Coast. No one. They're going to put you on a farm in South Dakota where there's too much space to be able to find you. Like a lot of 90s movies plot holes, guys. There's a lot. Home Alone, don't even get me started. There's a lot there. Do, do, don't, do not ruin Home Alone. Don't there's ruin Home Alone there. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll figure out something. We'll rewatch Home Alone and we can all, and I'll go through all of those with you guys. 
But uh, let's get things started. What's up? It's the Brunch Breakdown. I'm Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris is in Pittsburgh. Dan is in Pittsburgh. It's your socially distant brunch podcast. And today on the show, we got a lot to talk about. We got Fourth of July to talk about. We got uh, working out with or without a mask, because for some reason that has become a very hot topic and it's on the news every single night. And I have to ask our health expert, Chris Gates, about those things. And also we will talk about, we got fireworks to talk about. We got a lot to get on and we'll be talking about what we are listening to. But let's get these things started with get it off your chest. Who wants to get it started? Who wants to get it off your chest? Lay it on us, Chris. Okay, well, mine's going to be 4th of July related. Um, Go for it. So preview to a later topic in the podcast. Um, Fireworks are fun. (laughs) T-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Dan.merch. Fireworks are fun. Okay. Working on it. And people need to stop being so miserable um, because quarantine has been the most boring time of probably all of our lives to this point. We've been stuck at home. Uh, We can't go out to eat. We can't go get a drink. We can't go to the movies. There's, there's, I mean, there's very limited entertainment coming out because that's why uh, two out of three of us watched Mighty Ducks last weekend. (laughs) Um, And then for the 4th of July, virtually all the fireworks shows were canceled this year. Uh, But the great people of this country who truly care about their fellow Americans, they went out, they bought commercial grade explosives and they gave everyone a show. And for that, I am very thankful. I have a hot take for both of you. Uh, Coming off of this quarantine 4th of July, the first of our lives, hopefully the last of our lives, um, millions of neighborhood fireworks displays are way better than fewer community or city fireworks Shows. Ooh. Thoughts. Oof. Uh, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree. Some cities do it, like cities do it very, very well, but town fireworks, because I'm from a town. Right. Okay. Fireworks, depending on who they hire, year from year in Wellsburg, West Virginia, some <laughs> were all right. And then my neighbors, they would put on better fireworks shows. <laughs> that is the absolute truth. So, yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Here's I, my here's my caveat that what I saw from the news footage of Los Angeles and the like rogue fireworks displays going off was absolutely insane. And Chris, where you are and the view you have on your back porch of everything. Probably a wonderful sight. Where I am in the mountains here, uh, you know, up and down the hills, I couldn't see jack shit. So it was just a bunch of explosions going off, and maybe you'd catch a little, like a little light of something. So unfortunately, I couldn't take advantage of that. But if I was in one of your two locations, I'd be a hundred percent on board with that, based on uh, some some things that I saw over the weekend, because. I was just a little, little lost on an island out here where I am. That's fair. That's fair. And yeah, it probably helps like it, it when it's not quarantine. And if we're doing neighborhood fireworks shows, you can freely go to a friend's house that has a neighborhood fireworks show. The reason that's my hot take is because 
my wife and I had our, my parents over. We sat out on the deck and my neighbors treated us to explosives for hours. And it was tremendous. And if you remember a few episodes ago, we talked about like the the midweek fireworks for 4th of July and like sitting in traffic when you know you have to go to work the next day, and like how much all that sucks. There was no traffic afterwards. We got like two hours of fireworks. So it wasn't limited to, you know, the 20, 25 minutes of a normal fireworks show. And, uh, you know, we had we had the the fridge full of beer. Could go grab one whenever you wanted. I was a big fan. And uh, that's that's my take this week. Neighborhood fireworks. I think that's something of the very few things from quarantine that maybe should carry over uh, to future years. I like it. I'm a big fan. That's good. That's a good take. I agree That's with good. you there. All right. Well, I will go next. I'll let you go third, Dan. All right. Here's what I want to get off my chest. I have realized that I need to change as a person. Oof. I need to, at oh this time. <laughs> Everybody get comfy. All right. We got about 20, 25, 30 minutes here. Uh, bullet point. What's the outline? Here's the thing. I need to change as a person. This is going to be really quick. I need to stop um, giving people credit for being smart. I think I go into every situation with somebody and I think, you know what? This person's smart. This person will use Google. This person will ask questions and common sense. And that's what I go into everything that I look at. Any person that I've known, when I see somebody post something on social media, I'm like, you know what? There's going to be a point. It's coming. And it doesn't. So here's what I'm going to do to change as a person. I am now going to be a person who you can reach out to if you have any questions about anything going on in the world, right? Whether it is Confederate flags, whether there's riots, statues, anything like that that you want to talk about. The quote unquote black national anthem lift every voice and saying that the NFL, for whatever reason, decided they're going to play the song, which I'm fine with. It just adds to another one of the hundred songs they play before sporting events, NFL games. We grew up, God bless the USA, played before every single football game. So like, it's just another song playing, but people are mad. They're like, oh, there's another national anthem. And I'm like, you know what? I'm now going to reach out to people and tell them and help them so they don't think that the everything is trying to be divided. But one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to fight with you. I'm not going to do this in the comments. You can hit me up DM. You can hit me up in like Messenger, whatever way you want to do. You can send me a text, but I'm not going to fight with you because I don't want to deal with your friends. I don't want to deal with outside noise. If you actually want to listen and you actually want to learn something or get a new perspective, I may not change your mind. But if you actually want to get so, if you actually want to get some kind of great conversation or good conversation out of it, I am here for you. And I have to stop making fun of those people, stop laughing at those people and keep trying to make the world a better place. I am growing, people. That's what I need to get off my chest. I'm patting myself on the back, Woo. getting that off my chest. I'm changing as a person. I love it. More conversations. Didi's mailbox. Didi's mailbox. That's a shirt too. That's <laughs> that's a big segment. A big shirt. That's wow. Big moment. Big moment in time. At Didi's board, I will help you out if you want to have conversations. I'm not here to. Yeah, I'm not here to. I'm not going to fight with you. I can tell how much you you want to help. Uh, because last week you volunteered to communicate science to America, and now you're volunteering to help anybody in America. So I I appreciate I appreciate the efforts you're willing to put forth. 
Yes. Yeah. There are lots of people out here that are just confused and I want to help unconfuse them. <laughs> I like it. Well, thank you for offering that service. That's uh, wonderful to the folks around the world. Please take advantage of it. Um, yeah. For somebody it's that's- free for now, by the way. For now. For now, yeah. If you call in the next 18 minutes, it's free. But after that, we're out. By the way, you mentioned the anthem and and adding the the second anthem that you mentioned. Um, I saw on Twitter a suggestion of what if we just play the anthem by Good Charlotte before every sporting. Down. Down. Listen, the anthem by Good Charlotte, better than the Star Spangled Banner, better than Lift Every Voice and Sing. Letting you know right now. I could go on and on. I, you guys have heard me say these stuff for years, but like I, the songs aren't, we argue about songs that aren't good. Like they're just not good. Like I rather hear the anthem by good Charlotte. Yeah. You could, yeah, you could pretty much play any song except for who let the dogs out. And I'm not going to fight with it. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> yep, that's better than the star spangled banner and any other song about America that we have. I like it. I like it. Well, Dan, thank you, get it dude. off your chest. Yeah, that was a big one. A lot of weight off the chest there, I feel yeah. like. Felt good. Woosah. Good. All right. Uh, what do I want to get off my chest this week? Um, guys, I miss the old Facebook. This this website just sucks so much ass. <laughs> so much ass. I was reminiscing uh, about it over the weekend. Just, Just so much shit. That's just on there, just popping up on the timeline. It's ridiculous. I was like, you remember when you used to not be able to share anything? It was photos and your status. That was it. Times were simpler. There weren't links all over the place, news stories. We've gotten into the whole issue about when they, they got rid of the .edu uh, mandate, where that's the email address you had to have to register for Facebook and just open it up to the world. Mistake number one. This website is terrible. I've, uh, Chris, you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago about just social media in general. And we talk about Twitter all the time. But And this is tough for me to say as an advertiser, as a marketer who uses Facebook's tools and they're extremely valuable, how they can target specific types of people. Burn it down. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm done with it. It's just the people on there are stupid. The content on there is stupid. And I, there was a time where it's like, oh, I don't need to see a picture of, you know, 85 pictures of what you're doing on June 15th uh, with your kid learning how to color. Like, I don't need that. But I also don't need all this other garbage either. I miss the old Facebook. Um, I, I, I do. And it made me think a little bit deeper, gentlemen. Looking at the three major social medias that we've grown up with over time, we're not going to get into current day TikTok and all, everything like that. Between Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, if you got the chance to take one back, to go back to the old way, the old days, the old ways when it first came out. So Facebook, like I said, when it was like photos and statuses and simple and just individuals, no news, no fake news, none of that. Twitter. We're scaling back the characters again. Uh, retweets were way more limited. If you remember back in the day, you didn't have all those algorithms. Everything was actually in chronological order. You remember that? <laughs> or Instagram, which hasn't changed a lot and is now a Facebook child, but no Instagram stories, no more what are you doing in the moment? 
tell me what you did yesterday. Which of those three would you like to go back, go back in the DeLorean in the time machine and, and go back to the old ways? This is a phenomenal question. I love this question. <laughs> I'm thinking about this in two ways, personally and professionally. Fair. Personally, the golden age of Facebook was when we were in college and it was just a competition to see who could post funnier drunk photos. Exactly. That was my favorite all-time time on any social media platform because it was like like you said you had to have the college email address so the stuff you were posting was only for college kids mm-hmm. or recent graduates um so parents and aunts and uncles and all that they weren't it, there there was no problem with see, with people seeing it or having opinions on it or anything like that and while you didn't like post it by saying this, it was kind of like, a, I, you know, me and my friends and then you and your friends at this other, you know, like who's having a better time, right? It was like kind of a competition, but nobody was saying it. You were just mm-hmm. posting photos. Um, and I think professionally, I want to go back to the time when on Twitter, you could get retweeted and people would actually follow you because of it. You could have a great yeah. tweet. It would get retweeted 500 times and you would get like 75 followers from that. Like that doesn't happen anymore because people mm-hmm. just hit, like you said, people just hit retweet. They don't even look at your profile to see who you are, what you do, what the value might be in following that person. Um, it's just like stream of consciousness, you know? Yep. So I think those are my two. I, I am with you on that. I Because with Twitter... I wish Twitter would go back to early Twitter because you actually knew you were talking to a person. Yeah. Now there's bots. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. pretty much if someone has like a dog like Avi as their photo and then it says like Brad seven, eight, nine, three, four, five, six. And it says join Twitter May 2020. That's not a real person that's saying anything to you. Right. You know what I mean? And that's something that it didn't exist on Twitter until I don't know, 2014, 2015. And now it's like, I really don't know if I'm interacting with a real person. I don't know if I'm interacting with a bot account. You know what I mean? Like we'll talk about K-pop music later and what we're listening to. But like, if you were to tweet something about Blackpink or BTS or whatever, you're just going to get a bunch of just bots. It's like somebody in one room that has a bunch of, that you can hit send on a tweet and it goes to like, and the same thing goes out to like 500 accounts. Mm-hmm. And like, I wish that wasn't the case with Twitter because I'm with you. Like, I I miss when you could actually you retweeted somebody. You're like, oh no, I'm following this guy. Like, yeah. this is actually great. Now it's it's a lot different than that. I hear you. And also Instagram. I do wish Instagram could go. I wish Instagram would go back to before uh, the selfie cam, before the selfie mode on your camera, for the front facing camera mm-hmm. was there because I liked when people just it was facing outward. It was so much better. And I wish more people would do that. And I mean, I feel like most of the accounts that I follow on Instagram are like that. But I, I miss when more people face the camera outwards. And yeah, everything. Pictures of what was around them, not just themselves. I feel yeah. like Instagram changed with that. And I still love Instagram. It's just like, I would like more of that. Yeah, everything that you kind of, you both described makes it each one of those far less authentic now from yeah. the content that you get, right? It's so far less authentic. And that's why they all suck. 
Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just, it, it's, it's a shame because all of them used to be great for the reasons that you, you both said right there. It just got me thinking about the olden days and stuff doesn't always get better over time. And there is, I mean, there's been good things along the way for each of those, but for the most part, you know, I hate to be old man going off my lawn type of things, but it used to be way better. It has gotten, so, I mean, can you imagine if what we're going through now with this pandemic and the black lives matter movement, how different it would be eight years ago. I mean, for good reasons and for bad, right? Obviously there's a lot of positivity happening with the black lives movement matter and how that's getting out in the reach that it's had. But I mean, the coverage of everything nowadays that you can, it's just everywhere. It's infiltrating all of these platforms and it's just a secondary news site instead of what it is truly supposed to be social media. So RIP old Facebook had to get off that off my chest. Dude, I love it. And I'm with you because I don't like that people take those sites and just take things from the news and, and make those news. Right. I don't like that. I never have liked that. I'm like, there are people out here reporting. There are thousands of people with jobs reporting. Yeah. And you're letting somebody on Twitter, like, d- d- just take care of your newscast. Because a couple, because so many things that go viral, right? So many things that go viral aren't really a big deal. It's just mm-hmm. a couple people decided that they were going to make it a big deal. And then it's like most of the world's like, y'all cared about that? Right. And that's because you take it seriously. No, I, I'm with you on that. I just wish people would do that seriously. But it's, I guess it's easy fixes. You could do it, but I don't know. Maybe it's too late now. Right. <laughs> Hope for the best. <laughs> well, Dan, thanks for getting that off your chest. Let's get back into the 4th of July, though. What'd you guys do? How was your 4th of July? All that good stuff. Because mine was uh, weird. Went to my friend Mike and Betsy's house. It was cool. We were distant. You know, all that good stuff, but it's just weird. Used to being around a lot of people for the fourth. This isn't the year to do that. So we didn't. It's just a weird fourth, but fireworks were back. And for the first time in LA, I heard fireworks for weeks upon weeks. Because at home, you hear fireworks for like three weeks, three weeks straight. You hear them. And I heard that in Los Angeles for the first time. So it kind of felt more like the fourth year, which it never really does. But uh, just weird. Not being around, just not being around a lot of people. You're just not supposed to be around a lot of people. So, but it was, it was a good fourth, just, you know, weird, but that's 2020. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> that defines it. Uh, yeah, mine was fairly low key as well. Uh, my mom's got a pool in her backyard. So we were able to use that space for a handful of people. I think there were six of us. Uh, that just kind of hung out. We were able to stay outside and, and it was so damn hot here. Uh, you know, it's been in the nineties. It, it's been way hotter here than it's been in LA. And that's just <laughs> blowing my mind. You know, I've been needing, needing to get to California. And I guess this is as close as it's going to get this year is this weather. Um, so we took full advantage of the pool. Like I said, we only had, you know, six people, but it was weird. There's usual, there's the, the usual parties, that we go to every year, friends and family host uh, these big parties, these big gatherings. You go and you hop from from party to party, and there was there was none of that. It was just it just seemed like a it could have been a normal Saturday, uh, just kind of chilled, listened to some music, grilled some some good food, and just made it made it a day. It just again, it just kind of felt like a a nice summer Saturday. So 
um, you know, made the most of it. Uh, but it was just, it just, yeah, it, it, it felt weird. And with the, you know, random fireworks going on at different times that we couldn't see just, I guess that's as close as it felt to 4th of July with all of that happening. But otherwise, yeah, we kept it low key. We, we, we held to the under 10 max, uh, order by your order, DD, uh, at the end of last week's episode, we, we held to it. Thank you. I thank you. Of course. Gotta follow Didi's orders. <laughs> um, ours was under 10 as well. It was just four of us. It was me, Katie, and my parents. And uh, yeah, I mean, same thing. Low key, um, kind of weird. You know, the, the weird thing is it's not weird now at this point to say like, I did this thing that I normally do with my friends that I can't do right now. Um, so it sucked to not, you know, be able to... To, to do more, but we made the most of, of what we could. And, um, you know, hopefully that's the one and only and the rest of however long we're on this planet. <laughs> well, can I get a hot take out right now? Yes. Give it to us. All right. So back into fireworks, we talked about this with Chris's get off, uh, get off my chest, but, um, I don't know why you guys have dogs, why anybody has dogs. You guys don't, but I don't know why you guys have dogs. Anybody, anybody out there listening, because I realized this year that like, I mean, I know that I'm never going to have a dog. That's just not my thing. If you have them, whatever, but people are letting their dogs ruin their 4th of July. Cause I saw more posts about dogs being afraid of fireworks than I saw about people having fun on the 4th of July. And mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, I know we're in quarantine. I understand, but yo, like, you shouldn't have your dog if it's going to ruin your holiday. Like, and you could tell more people didn't have part at the, like you could tell people didn't have parties because the more they like, you could tell smaller party was by how much they talked about their dog. And like, I feel bad a little bit. And also it's just like, damn dude, like why does anyone own a dog? Like they poop everywhere. They're really annoying. And now they ruin the best holiday, the 4th of July. I don't get it. So maybe someone can help me at DD is bored. Let me know why you have a dog. Cause like if they ruin the 4th of July, what's the point? Yeah. Something I left out of my rant that, that I actually wanted to say was like after the fireworks and everything like that, <clears throat> I can't, I went on social media and it was just like a slew, like you said, Didi, a slew of posts of like all these nerds that have a problem with fireworks because of something. And like a lot of the time it's your pets. Like, I get it. You don't want your pets to be scared and freaking out. But at the same time, it's like, what did you think was, there was not, we haven't been able to do anything since <laughs> March. What did, did you not think people were going to shoot fire into the sky when they got mm-hmm. a chance to like, I don't know. Come on. It is. It's, it's crazy. And I, and I love dogs and I don't own a dog and probably will again someday, but like that's, that comes with the territory. I don't expect my neighbors to be like Oh, Dan's got a dog. We can't shoot off fireworks. Um, like, no, that's, that's, part of the game. All right. Get one of those little vests or whatever. I don't even know if those freaking things work, but it's worth trying, I guess. Right. You know, let people, let people live because we're not able to do that at all right now. My mom is, uh, she was saying, cause we, like I said, we were over, uh, her place and she's part of this like mom's neighborhood group. And she said, people were just on there bitching about like, Oh, my dog's freaking out. My kids are screaming. It's nine 45 and they're still setting off fireworks. Like, <laughs> screw you lady 
Like, they have to go to school tomorrow? Oh, so <laughs> yeah. What a horrible situation. And that, that's, that's what I want to ask you, Dee, as like a parent, when it becomes the child, do you think you does it change at all? Or are you just like, hey, this is right? You love the fourth of July. We know yeah. you love the fourth of July. That's that's the way it is, right? Like you can't expect everybody's not gonna get coddled their own little way because like we're just gonna completely eliminate the one constant thing about that holiday that's been going on since it's since we've had it, like we're just going to eliminate fireworks because people get scared. Hell no. If you can't have fireworks shows, people are going to get the fireworks. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Right. If you can't go to somebody else's house to get sparklers and all those things, people are going to buy more sparklers. Like this was just a given to me. Like, cause most of the time it's like, yeah, you have the one friend who is like sets off the fireworks in the backyard, but that, but everybody's there. You know what I mean? But that goes to my point why this 4th of July was so weird because you're used to having lots of people around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like everybody in your family's around, but you couldn't do that this year. So yeah, more people bought fireworks, more people set them off whenever they wanted to because there are no fireworks shows. And and we love fireworks. I love fireworks. If you don't love fireworks, I I can't relate. It's literally the only reason why I like going to baseball games because of fireworks. (laughs) Well, that's also because you grew up in Pittsburgh, though. Well, yeah, that too. But we love fireworks there. Yeah. Uh, like, if it's a Tuesday night in, like, the middle of September and somebody's shooting off fireworks and you have a problem with it, I get it. But, like, the amount of outrage that happened after the 4th of July, I'm sorry. I don't I don't sympathize with you one bit. With, with Starting the week before, I'm cool with it. Right. That's yeah, fair. There's a grace period. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair window. If on the 4th of July, on the holiday in which there are fireworks, and that's the way we celebrate, in this year of 2020, if your biggest problem is the noise the fireworks make scares your pet or child, then pull your head out of your dumb ass because there are way bigger issues going on right now. If you have the nerve to bitch and complain and go on social media like Chris saw and complain about it. Like, wake up, people. Admittedly, I think part of the problem is also me going on social media. I think that that needs to be reduced because... It's self-reflection. I don't know. Since March, it doesn't. it's not like it's gotten better. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I, what, what news do I need? Yeah, I got to stay home. I got to wear a mask when I go outside. And like, if someone sneezes, run for the hills. That's all. Like, there's nothing... Nothing There's nothing new happening other than people just spamming you with crap and Dee Dee tweeting about K-pop and shit. Like, I don't know what's going on. There's no reason to be on there. And at this point, I'm just going to wear a mask until I go into a place and no one's got one on. <laughs> like, I, it's just it's just a part of my life now. Like, I just, it's, it's there. It's in my hoodie pocket. I put it on. It's over. Like, I just, it's going to happen. I'm not even thinking about not wearing a mask until... I, until I see someone like, until I see people in there like, yo, dude, like, what's that guy doing wearing a mask? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, like, that's going to be how it is. I'm not going to ask anyone. I don't need to see, I don't need to watch the news to find out I need to wear a mask. No, I'm just going to look around. Everybody's got one on. I got one on too. Have, have you guys noticed that, like, you know, like the mask thing, there have very quickly, at least it seems like to me, become like trendy or cool ways to wear your mask? 
And like one that I've noticed, and it reminds me of earbuds, because now everybody walks around with earbuds in all the time because there's no, I mean, we all look like high risk old ass people because we have, you know, cords on our headphones right now. But um, I've seen like the, just having it hang from one ear. I've, I've seen that a lot and like how that's the cool thing to do. So it's like right there when you need to put it on and then when you don't need it, you just let it hang from one ear. Like that's the dope thing to do right now. I'm pretty sure. It's true. <laughs> I call it, it the drive through. It, it's insane. It is. It's, it's part of lifestyle now. And it's, I saw, uh, I saw a doctor tweet there. There's something I got for good from Twitter. It was like, if you think wearing a mask is uncomfortable, then you do not want to breathe with COVID-19. Like, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> yeah, that 110 degree fever isn't uh isn't isn't healthy. You don't yeah. want that. Just now we just to need to get the rock to say that, and everything will be fine. There it is, Dwayne. We know you're listening. We know you're Come on, listening. Dwayne. Yeah, seriously. Or maybe Guy Fieri. Maybe people will listen to him too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe if Kanye gets elected president, then something that like that will happen. Kanye, oh, if Kanye is elected president, he's going to move the White House to Flavortown, Ohio, and it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be the greatest. We're going to be the greatest country in the in the like that you could ever imagine. It's oh, just going to be perfect. I don't want to talk about Kanye. I really don't. <laughs> I dude, I saw an article on somebody tweeted an article on Twitter, and they're like, "Just so you know, Kanye hasn't filled out any paperwork to actually run for president." It's like, no shit, he hasn't filled out any paperwork. <laughs> what, we're we're investigating this. Come on, like the amount of people that I follow that I really trust from different news organizations taking this so seriously that they were actually looking in. To freaking seeing if he filed for presidency. No, there's a thing about being a Kanye West fan, and I am a Kanye West fan. If you're new here, I'm a huge Kanye fan. There's no other time I love talking about Kanye. Mm -hmm. But this, but at this time, no, I don't want to talk about Kanye because here's the thing: if you're a Kanye West fan, it's a rule of threes, right? Because Kanye will do two things that you're like, yo, this is awesome. And last week he put out a good song. And also, he announced the partnership with Gap. And it's like, that's cool. He's been talking about this literally since 2003 in his music. Now the third thing. I'm running for president. It's always two or great. That last one is the worst thing in the world. That's how it works with Kanye. That's how it's always worked with Kanye. And I just am like, I, I can't take him seriously. Not in this time. Not over a holiday weekend. <laughs> But so many people do. And it's like, there's so much going on in so many places you could put your energy. And you're like, nah, I'm going to make Kanye West the main news story on every single show. Not just entertainment shows, everything. We're going to talk about Kanye. And I'm like, I just, I, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I didn't realize how frustrated I was with this episode no. coming into this episode. I didn't think I would be, but I'm very frustrated. Oh, God, Kanye. Um, let's since let's go back to masks real quick, right? So this is a big story everywhere. Should you wear masks when you work out, when you run, when you go to the gym? Some gyms are telling you, you got to wear them. Some gyms aren't. Chris. Chris of Chris Gates Fitness, sponsor of the Brunch Breakdown. Please let us know what's the deal with the masks and working out. 
Uh, okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is um, really dumb. So... <laughs> Okay, we you for, you have to start the conversation with should you just should you wear a mask in general when you're out in public as much as you possibly can? And the answer is yes. I I saw an article this week where somebody got a doctor to talk about how not only are masks not dangerous to work out in, but they can actually help you build more calories. And the justific or build, sorry, burn more calories. And the justification, like, wow. <laughs> yeah, build calories. You just pack on the fat if you uh, wear you these masks. You just have a snack right inside the mask, and you're just eating the whole time. That's what it is. Yeah, you eat your own breath, and you you build calories. And no, they, the doctor said you can burn more calories um, because with the amount of carbon dioxide that is trapped in the mask it makes you breathe harder to you know expel that from your system and therefore you're going to burn more calories and like i could not believe i what i was reading that a news organization and this was local here in pittsburgh got a doctor to essentially say if you mildly suffocate yourself in the gym it'll actually lead to positive outcomes and like when I see stuff like that, I understand why so many people don't trust the media right now. And like, I understand why this is as confusing a time as ever to navigate information and understand what is correct and what is not. Um, like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, should you, should you exercise while wearing a mask? If you can do it comfortably then I think that's fine. I think that there are forms of physical activity that is just not meant for you covering up your face and and causing that type of um, reaction. Like high intensity exercise, I think gets really hard. To, that's why you don't see people running outside for the most part with masks on because you can't, I mean, you just can't get to that level of intensity with a mask over your face. But like, could I lift weights with a mask on? Yeah, I, I think I, absolutely. I, I could probably do that because you're, you have a set of eight. It takes you 30 seconds to do it and then you get to rest. So I don't know. Don't wear a mask if like the goal is to burn calories. That's just absurd. Oh, does that answer the question? Jesus Christ. That's amazing. That is incredible. But yeah. But do you think people should be going to gyms at all though? No, you know, it's funny. I, I had that question in a and a I did a few weeks ago and I said, no, like I just, I don't know, like f- f- everybody's situation's different and who you're around on a daily basis is different, who you could potentially interact with and infect. And like the fact that this whole uh, virus is so impossible to figure out because you can be carrying it and have no idea that you're carrying it. Uh, like, I just don't, I don't think it's worth it. You can, whatever goal you want to go into the gym and accomplish, you can 100% do that at home or do that outside. You just need to get more creative. And what a better time than now to get creative and go outside and do something when the rest of the day you're trapped inside. 
So I wouldn't go. I wouldn't recommend like to any of my clients. I don't tell any of them like, hey, you need to get back in the gym to do like, no, we'll figure it out. It's not it's not necessary. Yeah. What the what Planet Fitness in Morgantown, somebody had it and they're now testing like over 200 people because of the of how many people that they think it could have uh, affected. It's like insane. And then that's how these gyms get shut down and it could eventually get shut down for good. So like I get why gyms are mandating masks because they don't want to get shut down again because they know what happened the first time. But, you know, and the people that complain about it, it's they don't go to the gym, right? That's it is what it is. Would you rather, would you rather take the risk for you and everybody else there? And then the whole thing gets shut down maybe permanently because they can't financially support themselves after that with all the canceled memberships and whatnot. But yeah, it's a, it's a weird time right now for people to make that kind of make that decision because in early stages of quarantine, those things weren't open, at least where we are. Uh, now they are. And there's kind of that some places are, some places aren't. What I don't understand is people driving with their mask on and they're in the car by themselves. Like, what are you doing? Like, take a breath, like relax. I see it all the time, all the time. Yeah, I, I see don't it get too. It. Some of them are around their chin, which is like, oh, okay, you know, like, if that's comfortable or whatever, but they're by themselves driving with the mask on. So, yeah. When I see somebody driving with a mask on, I immediately, like, my first thing has been, like, are they an Uber driver? And if there's no one in the back seat, it's like, right. what do you, what do you, that's mean? my first thought. And then I look around and then they're not, and I'm really lost. And Dan loses his shit behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I am full. I am the fool in the car with the mask on all the time. No, I completely you're not. forget that I have it on all the time. I com- I completely forget that I have it on. I go from the grocery store or whatever it is, or if I'm getting drive through food or takeout food, I get in the car and then like I'm driving for a probably not like a very long time because there's like no traffic right now, but like it's a solid five minutes before I realize. And it's most, and it's usually whatever song is on the radio. So if I'm listening to a podcast in the car, like I probably have my mask on the whole time, unless Siobhan's with me. And she's like, what are you doing? You idiot. Take your mask off. I'm you like, do oh, the one ear thing. It's cool. It's off. But do yeah. the one ear thing. It's what the cool but kids I, are doing. Dude, I don't notice until a song comes on. Maybe my masks are just more comfortable than you guys. Maybe. Like, they just must be what it is. But no, I'm that person in the car with the mask on just for no other reason than I just forget that I wow. have it on. Yeah. We need, we need Siobhan to send us photos of when this happens. Right. You. Please. Like, get Except into a hot car. Help. Get into a hot car with a mask on. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Get it off. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I will say one thing I did learn, uh, the, the N95 masks, like the real N95 masks, because they were in our earthquake kits. So like when we first, when everyone was like, we need masks, we're like, where the hell do we get masks from? Right. And we're like, oh, we have them in our earthquake kits. So we have to replace those. I remember to replace those just in case the big one hits. But, um, those things are intense. Like I, I felt like I was inside of my mouth. (laughs) Like it was disgusting. Like, Whoever, like nurses and people who have to wear N95 masks for their job all the time, yeah. dude, I have a different level of respect. Like, because those things are, I mean, they, everything is in there. Like you, nothing is coming out. Nothing whatsoever is coming out of those things. And man, you could have just brushed your teeth. It's like going to the dentist. You know, you think you clean your teeth well, but then you go to the dentist and then they're like, then they really do it. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, my mouth is clean. That's the opposite when you put on an N95 mask. 
It's like you think your breath smells all right, but fam, you are. Woo. Don't burp. Oof. Not recommended Oof. after a cup of coffee. Bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> oh, uh, since we have a couple seconds before we get to uh, what we're listening to, Harvard, you saw the story, right? With Harvard, they are doing all their classes online, not changing tuition whatsoever at Harvard. And uh, a lot of people on the internet are having fun with that, calling it the University of Phoenix and stuff, which I thought was hilarious yesterday. I mean, what do you guys think? I know, Chris, you may not be able to talk about this. I don't know. You work for university, so there's that. But um, <laughs> what do you guys think about this whole thing? I mean, <laughs> what do you guys think about this with uh, Harvard and uh, the tuition and all that? It's weird, man. Yeah, like, I think budget. that's especially for Harvard. Like you need the full experience there. And a lot of it is from the instructors, right? I am sure. But a lot of that has got to be in the classroom type of experience. They don't have like classes with 500 people in them, some lecture hall at Harvard. Just, you know, logging on to harvard.edu and firing up online classes. It's just, you shouldn't be paying the same amount of money for that. You absolutely shouldn't. I think that's crazy. There's no way it's the same experience. Um, yeah, they need to they need to check themselves on that one. I think it, it's it's weird whether students are back in the classroom uh, in the fall, in the spring, or online, or a mix of both. But to just come out and say, "Hey, we're all online," and uh, send the check as it was as it was listed there. We appreciate it. Thanks. I don't know about that. Yeah, dude, this is, I mean, in higher ed, this is, this is as weird as it gets. Um, yeah. What we're planning for is a flexible situation where you can attend in person, you can attend online at the same time, or you can watch it on demand. So like basically every option for students as as of now, and and I think it will still be. We're we're planning on having the students on campus, so um, that that doesn't get us in that same situation as Harvard. But um, you know, I, I understand where, where students are coming from. I, I that's that's a tough one to to swing when you know around the country tuition is so expensive already. It's a uh, it's tough. If students at Harvard can't interact with themselves, we may be missing out on the next great, you know, Facebook before it was trash Facebook. Like those interactions, those are big. You know, they're scheming behind closed doors doing their thing. The social network, we all saw the wonderful movie. Um, yeah, what was the what was the name of the site that they like wanted him to build? What was what was that called? Oh, what was it? Like Harvard Connection or something or it was, was it something with it was something with Harvard in the title, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever it is, we should we should fire it back up. We need to. Yeah. They need to. They got to interact somehow, right? We're missing out on big, you know, future important people meeting other future important people since they'll be behind <laughs> the future it. of our country. <laughs> future of our country isn't going to meet each other, and they're all just going to be behind a laptop screen, and that's not going to do us any good. Then we're going to have, you know, we're just going to get more TikTok. We don't need that. Oh man, I, I feel bad. One thing I will say, I feel bad for all the kids out there who have been stuck with their parents this long. Like think about the ages between 
night like that after basically after your first semester in college like you know how bad you want to go back to campus oh yeah anytime like as soon as they you know shut the dorms off or whatever you know you're on christmas break it's like you can't wait to get back to campus you know even in the summer you're like yo you have a house on campus you're like i want to be at my house on campus like i don't want to be at home so like shouts to all the kids out there listening who are stuck with their parents because that's tough, man. Between those ages, you're like, I, the last place you want to be is with your family. And yeah. man, and you're with them. And that sucks. And, and even for, you know, in the situations where kids are going to be on campus, you know, so much stuff is going to be closed down in these towns that it's not even going to be like the normal college semester experience where you get to do all kinds of stuff with your friends. Like, I think it's really going to be locked down so that and then even then, you know, if you get to leave your parents place and go back to school, you're just you're robbed of a, you know, traditional college experience for at least a, a, a few. Uh, well, I guess at least it happened in the spring. So that would be two semesters at least where you don't have the uh, the normal experience. That sucks because we all got at least four years and in some cases more and uh, great. <laughs> Dang, that's tough, but you got to find yourself a quarantine cutie. <laughs> Guys quarantine together in the dorm. Get together. You know, I, that could work. Just be safe. Just be safe. All right, let's get into what we're listening to. Yo, uh, Chris, we had, we gave you a, a great project last week on the show. We said, we need you to listen to Blackpink. Because they are the best girl group since Danity Kane or the Pussycat Dolls. Whatever we're gonna say, we're giving it to we're giving that to Blackpink. And we told you you have to watch the video for do 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 do. And you did. What were your thoughts on your first experience with the best girl group in the world, Blackpink? Like, is that song popular here? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's huge. Blackpink is humongous. Did you yeah. not look at the views of the YouTube video? Yeah, yeah but just just broke the twenty four hour record. That song that I put on the playlist last week yeah. in the twenty four hour YouTube record, busted open. Well, that's good. I <laughs> the reason I ask is because like it's the whole thing was in it was not in English, so I didn't know why you guys sent it to me in the first place. Like, wh- why would I have an interest in a song where I have no idea what they're saying? I, it didn't interest me at all. So I like, I didn't even watch the whole thing. I sat through ver whatever. I mean, I'm assuming it was a verse and then a core, like a hook and then a verse and a hook. And I like, okay, at no point is my native language popping up in this. So what's the point of me continuing? But I heard the, and I've heard that thing before. Um, it's, I don't know how this makes me look guys, but if I don't understand what's happening in the music, I'm not really that interested in it. So I, that, that was, that was it for me. I, I don't know what else you want me to say. <laughs> well, uh, we, I, I was your first reaction to it. When you sent us the text, you were like, this isn't even in the same language. <laughs> I thought Just like maybe, you, like maybe it was a, a group that like records the same song in different languages and like you screwed up and meant to send me the English one. But then you guys didn't send me anything different, so that's all I had to go with. Well, Chris, not a K-pop fan, but me and Dan are. 
big time, big time. You, what do you, what do you get out of it? What, like, oh my what God, you, that song's amazing. What's a, what's amazing about it? Everything. The beat is amazing. I don't know what they're saying, but like, you got to think. Like, in different countries, they don't know what we're saying. They're just catching the beat. The words feel right to them. They don't know what we're saying. We don't record everything over here in different languages. We don't. So, like, it, I love the beat of the song. I love the videos, too. The videos, the K-pop videos are what makes it so great. I love that video. And that's why I was like, maybe he'll get the video of it. But you didn't even watch the whole thing. I didn't understand what was happening in the video. They're, they were dancing and, I don't know, a lot of shit was happening. We got to get you, we got you to get you to try one more song because they have other songs where it's how K-pop is now where the verse, the, the chorus is in English. The verses aren't, but the choruses are. So the song that I put on the playlist last week, how you like that, the entire chorus is in English. So you're just going to have to, you know, check in and out <laughs> of the song. So there's at least some form. I mean, like, do 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 is just whatever. That's every language, right? You, you at least understand that, but it doesn't really mean anything. But maybe we'll find you a song that has a little bit more meaning uh, to that you can understand more of the words in the chorus. But the, the beats are great. The uh, it's just it is in the videos. The videos are great too. The dancing, the choreography. I love. Listen, I love it all. Listen, I, it was. I think it said it had like one point two billion views by the time that I watched it. Obviously, more people like it than dislike it, and I'm in the minority here. I, so I'm happy to admit that. It's really good, and I just don't get it. But I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Like, I'm not buying Pitbull's Spanish language albums. I, I like. I, I but like, I, I need to know what's happening in a song. Duda Duda isn't enough for me. Well, Chris, since you uh, since you got us started, let's see. What are you What are you listening to this week, sir? I have uh, some ska music for you guys this week. Okay. That sounded like a K-pop. You like it, Chris. You like it. You're saying I wrote a K-pop song? Dude? You yes. like it, Chris. You um, like it. So my favorite uh, ska band right now, new ska band, or I guess one that's well, not even touring. I can't say that because nobody's touring, but um, it's a band called Millington and they released an EP this year called Beatdown Generation. So um, they are, in my opinion, the best new ska band out there. Um, and I'm going to put a couple songs on our playlist this week. Um, Satisfied and the title track from the EP Beatdown Generation are both, um, you know, a lot of energy and songs that'll leave you humming the horn line uh, that comes from the hook of the song. It's just really, really catchy music, really fun music, upbeat. Um, the EP is just energy from the beginning to the end. And that's what I like. Uh, I'm, I'm normally listening to music when I'm doing something active. So I like to have, uh, you know, music with, with some energy to it. So that's my first one, uh, Millington and their EP Beatdown Generation. Hit us, nice. Dan. Uh, I'm going to, I got to read this one because it's another fascinating spelling for just, I do this just for Chris now. Yeah. I know he much, he loves it. Um, I appreciate that. Dan. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but the band uh, is a it, kind of an indie pop uh, alternative pop band called Lovely the Band, which is one word, of course. Uh, uh, most people that listen to that style of music are familiar with them. You've heard songs like Friends and Broken. And honestly, they've become a broken record. They're on the radio all the time. And it made me kind of sa- honestly sour on the band a little bit. But I understand, you know, I'm to the point where I was like, you know what? Not their fault. Not their fault. The song was good the first time I heard it. So I liked it at some point. So I gave them another chance and they've had a couple of singles come out uh, this summer that have been really, really good. Uh, the latest one is called IDWGTYP. So those are all lowercase letters. Again, I'm going to run them by you again. IDWGTYP. Naturally, the chorus goes a little something like this. I don't want to go to your party. So it's the letters of each of those. I don't want to go to your party uh, is really the name of the song. It's just the first letters of each of those words. Uh, and it's I wouldn't, good. They, it's a I wouldn't they make song. that the name of the song. That's a great song name. That's a great title. It is. It is. But they wanted to, I don't know. I don't know why they went with the letters instead. Because um, that's too many letters. It is. It's a lot of letters. It's confusing. Um, but <laughs> but it is a great song name. And it's a great no. album it's a great album title. This is part of their upcoming album coming out uh, later in August, August 28th. The album title is Conversations with Myself About You. I love that title. So I'm all in on I Don't Want to Go to Your Party. Um, mostly it's very fitting for the summer because you can't go to any parties anyway. So check out Lovely the Band if you haven't heard of them before. Even if you have, give them another shot in some of their newer stuff. Lovely the Band. They performed at the Arties last year. Our nice. Show. There you go. Yeah at the uh, at their award show at our award show so like those guys uh here's what i'm gonna go with uh of course kanye west wash it uh wash us in the blood that song yeah i i love it so much i love the beat it sounds like something that came off of yeezus travis scott's in it mm-hmm. travis comes in and kind of steal, almost steals the song really and um i just i i love the song and that's the complicated relationship you have with kanye west is he can do something so stupid but then do something so great in the two same week. And, oh, yeah. What well, two out of three. Watch us <laughs> in the blood is just a it's a really, a really good song. And Kanye Stiggins is no no cursing thing that he's been on. So uh we'll see how long that lasts. But uh but yeah, uh, Kanye Travis Scott, Watches in the Blood. I that's one of the things I've just been playing on repeat for the last week. Nice. Nice, very good. Um, so Dan, I have a weird band name for you. Um, let's go. I don't want you to feel left out. So this is a, this is a weird band name and I don't want it to hit you too hard because the band name is more aggressive than the music they put out. Okay. I'll explain. Uh, the band I'm about to recommend is called the suicide machines. <laughs> Whoa! It's a indie. lot. Everybody, take it in. Everybody. It's a lot to process. All right, we all have that. We 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 all there with that we one. Accept it. Um, I want to recommend their song. It's called "Awkward Always," and it's from their new album called "Revolution Spring." Now, I have a fun fact about the Suicide Machines, guys. Um, they actually sang the title song to the Disney Channel original movie. Brink. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's solid facts finding there. 
I'm going to put this song on the playlist this week as well, even though it's not new, but their song, it's called Give, is the song that recurs throughout that movie. If you haven't seen that movie, it's a, uh, well, it's not skateboarding. It's uh, inline, right? Aggressive mm-hmm. inline skating. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite Disney Channel original movies, by the way. But um, yeah, so they're they're also, I guess you could consider them a ska band too, but they're not they they don't have a horn section so they're kind of what i guess people would call fourth wave ska uh but outside of not having a trumpet trombone saxophones anything like that their sound and style is is very similar to a lot of the ska bands that uh that you'd listen to it's a, they're a little bit sometimes they're a little bit heavier uh sometimes they have a little bit of screaming in their songs but for the most part it's very upbeat it's very happy which is why the name of their band is odd <laughs> but they they have very good music and i'm excited to put those two tracks on the playlist this week uh, so people can take a listen all right very solid I like it. okay um i'm gonna go with one of my favorite discovered artists from probably i want to say three years ago now at this point uh australian singer songwriter amy shark she's absolutely fantastic um Love Monster was no, that was Lady Gaga, wasn't it? No, it's Love Monster. Now I gotta look this up. Wasn't her album called Love Monster? Dan, know who you're talking about? What the hell? I, I can chime in here, Dan. I can. No, I can't. I don't. I gotta. Fi- I gotta figure that out. I'm gonna look up while we're sitting here. Um, it had songs on it like that you may have heard. Uh, uh, Tell them all I said hi, and then actually a song called Psycho with Mark Hoppus, which was really, really good. Um, but she just came out with a single called everybody rise um which is the beginning of new music for her um she's one of those again she's australian so she's more up and coming uh in the united states but she's fantastic what was the name of that gd album love monster right wasn't that a lady gaga album no fame right, monster cool. so i don't know where i came up with that so i was right um <laughs> uh but check out uh amy shark everybody rise um Again, she's fantastic. I think she's going to do really, really well uh, here as she continues to grow popularity in the states. Um, she's somebody I've wanted to see for a long time. She, I, Didi, she's a she's a Gobi tent. She is. She's Gobi tent Coachella written all over. And I really thought we were going to get her this year, and we didn't. So it's only a matter of time. But uh, Amy Shark, um, check her out. I like it. I like it. Gobi tent. Always good finds in there. Always good finds in the Gobi tent. Always good finds in the Gobi tent. Uh, next one, I'm going to go with uh, Usher. He's put out a song called I Cry. Video is like really good. Um, the song is of the moment. And he's basically talking as Usher has a couple kids. And he's just seeing them and hoping that they're, you know, seeing his kids in the place of, you know, some of the tragedies we've had of death of the, the who have, people who have died to police brutality and things like that. And it's like he's seeing his kids in that and talking about how he feels in this moment that we're in right now. And it is really, really good song. Um, so definitely check, check that one out and check a lot of the music. A lot of people are putting out with that have to do with the moment. Like Alicia Keys has a song called a perfect way to die. That's another song that's in that same vein, not exactly fun music, but this isn't exactly a fun time for everybody. So, um, but those are just two very, very like just, they capture the mood they capture the feeling and i just i really love those those two songs right there Solid. so yeah nice by the way the fame monster 
by Lady Gaga. So my apologies. There's your correction. <laughs> <laughs> Didi, I think that's the. Uh, is that the second time in a few weeks you've had Usher on the yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. on the list? Dude, Usher has been very consistent. I will say, like, because he was so he had such a huge twenty, like the two thousands were like that's Usher's ten years, and I don't think anybody was bigger than Usher in those ten years. And then the next decade, he tried a bunch of different things, and he still had hits in twenty in the twenty tens, just not as big as it was, and you know. Uh, in the 2000s even in the late 2000s and all that so but no usher just continues to put out you know urban contemporary contemporary music and i just i love it so yeah he just started usher. out as a as a dj in the movie she's all that and look at him now <sighs> what a classic. career classic another movie you could poke a lot of holes in because laney boggs they're like Let's take your glasses off. Oh my God, now you're the prom queen. She has paint on her overalls. It's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hold on. Excuse me? Like, it's like, did you guys not see her in the bathing suit? Like, did we miss the, did, did we miss this? She had glasses on with the bathing suit, and it's like, oh God, that's just Laney. Yeah. And then the main dude's sister is like viewed as a prophet because she did some type of makeover, and all she did was take off her glasses. <laughs> What bullshit. I, I love that movie, though. That's a great movie. Hey, I, I love it, too. But, yeah, we can poke holes in 90s movies for a, a whole episode. We he's, might have to do that. He's going to ruin everyone's formative years when we talk yeah. about 90s movies. Um, I'm here for. All right. I got one more uh, from a band called Sleep On It. Um, this is a pop punk band. They had uh, an album come out in 2019 called Pride and Disaster. And... This is just a really solid listen if you like that type of music. So I'll pick out a song or two. I don't really have one or two identified, but it's been one I've been going back to quite a bit lately. Um, and they are Sleep On It is probably the fastest up and coming band on the scene right now in terms of pop punk. They're from would Chicago. Would you say that we shouldn't sleep on them? I, w- I would confirm that, Dan. Touche. There, yeah. Th- don't sleep on them. They're being slept on, but no more sleeping. Um, it's a uh, it's a really solid album. So I'll throw a, a couple tracks from Pride and Disaster on the playlist this week. Cool, very cool. Um, my next one is going to be an artist that I've been honestly dying to get on a brunch breakdown playlist for months, and naturally, we've only been back for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but one of my favorite discoveries in the past, um, eight months, I, I would say is New Zealand rising pop, uh, indie pop star, Benny. Um, the song super lonely is blowing up all over the radio right now. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people, uh, have heard that, uh, don't stop there. I'm telling you, do not stop there. Do not sleep on her either, Chris. Um, she is rising, uh, getting, gaining more popularity each and every week. Um, dive into her older EPs, uh, Stella and Steve that came out in 2019 is fantastic from, uh, top to bottom. Honestly, um, songs like glitter and monster are really, really, really good. And I, I'm so excited to see what her future holds because I think her music is fantastic. And again, she's, she's young. Um, she's got a bright future ahead of her. Um, be excited to see her live one day, but, uh, Benny, I'll put a couple of different ones on there besides, uh, super lonely, which is again, 
getting uh, very, very popular right now. Uh, I'll throw one last one on there real quick since, uh, Chris, you're, you're done with yours. Um, hard to say this one, but Juice World, Life's a Mess came out this uh, week featuring Halsey. Hard to hear that, man. Hard to hear that. Uh, that album comes out July 10th. That's going to be, uh, you know, just in a couple of days. That's going to be a tough listen, but it's wild. The song's really good, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a tough listen. It's a tough one, man. That one hurts. Juice World. Yeah. It's my guy. I, got, I died in December, and I still can't believe it. I'm just like, this is crazy. Died of an overdose. If you don't know Juice World, Juice World is honestly one of the most talented people in was making one of the most talented people making music at mm-hmm. the time. And you could not wait to see what he was going to do next. And um, putting out the posthumous album this, this Friday, actually. So yeah. um, make sure you definitely check that one out. My last one is a throwback, guys, um, because Jason Derulo is apparently one of the most followed people on TikTok. Okay, he does a lot of dance videos. People enjoy that, and because there's a lot of dancing on TikTok, and uh, made me think. Let's listen to Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo, what to want me? Does he sing his name on every TikTok? (laughs) He does not. But I will say this: what to want me is immediate like putting on your socks on the tile floor and just sliding around dancing music it's perfect it is it is a perfect song okay want to want me by jason derulo is a perfect song like i want to start singing it right now but i'm not going to do that for you people it is a perfect perfect song is want to want me and that is what i'm going with for my last pick guys want to want me Jason Derulo. There you go. You honestly can't sit still during that song. If you're, no. you, you need to check your pulse. If you don't, if, if you're standing still sitting, if that comes on at a wedding, get up out your chair and get on the dance floor. You're right. That's it's a phenomenal song. It really Slide is. Slide on your kitchen floor. Jason Derulo. Want to want me. That's my last one. I'm putting on the playlist. I had to, I had to throw it back. Cause I played that song a lot after I heard about, him being one of the most followed people on TikTok. I was like, let's listen to Jason Derulo. Nice. Nice throwback. To round things out, I listened, I remember listening to Jason Derulo in college and then taking photos and putting them on Facebook back when old people weren't on Facebook. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Full circle. The great old people migration of 2013. (laughs) Facebook has never recovered. Never recovered from that. I need somebody to do a documentary <laughs> on that. <laughs> well, boys, it's been another episode. Full packed menu of the brunch breakdown. Any final words? <laughs> wow, you guys suck. Terrible. Tell the people where they can find us. My God. Woo. Sorry about that. Uh, they can find the brunch breakdown anywhere they listen to podcasts. That includes iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts. And Spotify are the the three big, but we're on Stitcher. Uh, Pandora is coming soon. I know I keep saying that, but it is. Um, And again, of course, let us know. Reach out to us at Brunch Breakdown on Twitter, Facebook. Um, If you can't find us wherever you listen to podcasts, the full episode video pod. So what you're hearing in your wonderful ears right now, you can also, if you choose to, witness uh, the full behind the scenes uh, content from start to finish of the episode and that is available on YouTube and also premiering on Facebook. Uh, so be sure to find us all those places. Love it. Until next time, 
We'll see you guys at the table. Peace out.